0: with us today is former commissioner bill bratton and uh he is very concerned about what's going on in new york city right now uh, about the new uh, laws governing police officers uh commissioner bratton tell us about it
1: well john the law we're referring to uh, the proposed law that's been passed by the city council been vetoed by the mayor now the city council is going to attempt override the veto is, has a number of uh, names, but it's known largely as the stop law. Uh, it attempts to uh, put a burden on New York City police officers that anybody that they, in the course of their duties, stop and talk to during the course of investigation, that they have to make out a report about that stop, including the name, the sex, uh, the gender, the race of the individual that they're talking with. Uh, This is an incredible burden on a department that has millions of interactions every year. And uh, you can imagine New Yorkers who are approached by a police officer, they're looking for a lost child. They're they're looking to investigate a crime. And uh, before they can do anything, they say to that individual, uh, can you tell me what your race is? Can you tell me, are you male, female? Are you binary? Are you transsexual? I can imagine the average New Yorker uh, uh, response to those questions. Uh, and it is required of the officer that they document that if the individual doesn't get that information, that they effectively guess, guess that the person is black or Latino, guess that the person is male or female or maybe binary. Uh, it is an unnecessary law, very typical of a lot of what our city council does in New York. Mayor Adams and Police Commissioner Caban I've been forcefully pushing back on it, but right now it looks like the majority of the city council, the minority majority, and the majority of the uh, city council are minorities. Majority of the NYPD are minorities in a majority minority, excuse me, a minority majority city. The intent of this law is to provide more transparency to make sure that the NYPD is not engaged in racially biased policing racially biased policing by a police force that is majority-minority in a majority-minority city, where the majority of criminals are minority and the majority of victims are minority. But what is the purpose of this law, other than on the part of the uh, city council to indicate, once again, the intense dislike and lack of trust of the NYPD? So I have gone on so long with this. I have smoke coming out my ears thinking about the, the foolishness and uselessness of
0: this bill. I mean, it sounds crazy. I mean, they'll be f- doing paperwork when there's other crimes being committed. Exactly. And
1: also, you know, we've been encouraging, I know going back to my time, Ray Kelly's time, we've been supporting community policing, neighborhood policing, where you want your cops to talk to the community, to engage with the community. The average cop is going to step back from that uh, reaching out to the community because you knows every time he talks to somebody, he's going to have to make out a form. And if it, through no fault of his own, he incorrectly identifies that person as uh, uh, black when he's not black or uh, male when they're not male uh, or female when they're not female, that they're subject to a complaint being made against them for uh, basically putting down erroneous information. It is, um, it, well, it's, it's, it's what we've come to expect of the city council, unfortunately, and the public advocate, uh, Mr. Williams.
0: I understand that Mayor Adams is looking for two more votes to get away, you know, to to have the advantage and not get overturned. Uh, uh, What do you think the chances are? Uh,
1: With this council, I don't know that uh, the the mayor has some degree of power and influence. But a lot of what's going on here is uh, I think it indicates that many of these people are looking at the idea of if they can weaken Mayor Adams that in the next uh, mayoral election, maybe they might get a shot at it. Certainly Mr. Williams is uh, uh, looking in that direction. Possibly the president of the city council, Ms. Adams. Uh, the idea of if they can kneecap the mayor, well, who knows? Maybe they could be considered for mayor going forward in a city that tends to vote, unfortunately, very progressive liberal. So I think some of what's going on here is an effort to undercut the mayor.
0: I think the city council president has never been able to undercut a mayor in the past, and who knows the future. Uh, also, I understand, I hear rumors that Andrew Cuomo wants to run for mayor, uh, but listen, I guess whatever I, it will I, be, it will I, I, be.
1: I don't think that's likely to happen, that uh, in terms of the former governor, uh, for example, he's gonna have to answer for his parole board, a parole board that has, within uh, the last several years, released 34 cop murderers from prison. So uh, there's a lot of vulnerabilities in that candidacy in the sense of uh, the progressiveness of uh, his administration. I personally like the, uh, the the former governor, but some of the policies that uh, were enacted during his time uh, with the very progressive liberal woke legislature in Albany, I don't think uh, they're going to uh, look too good in the light of day.
0: Commissioner, you've been in law enforcement all your life. There was an article today uh, in the New York Post that uh the fbi is being influenced uh, by its civilians uh, to hire woke culture uh, fbi agents
1: wasn't that incredible if there's any validity to that uh, and i know every agency is attempting uh, my own agencies we're constantly trying to hire more minority candidates more female candidates uh, more gay candidates but you want qualified candidates you don't want uh, to just have a numbers game. And that article uh, uh, basically inferred that the FBI, in an effort to meet the numbers that are expected, is basically reducing the quality of their agents. That's the last thing you want to do, since that agency is under such incredible attack from all sides over the last couple of years. So I hope that's not the case, but I can understand the pressure that the, uh, the FBI director is probably under.
0: Well, I agree with you, and uh, like I've said in the past, if if the FBI director is uh, is made to do something unreasonable by the civilians, he should stand up and tell that to the people and resign if necessary. I mean, uh, it's just it's crazy what's going on in our country, uh, Commissioner.
1: Yeah, because you when you're the head of an organization like the FBI, the police department, for that matter, you have an obligation to stand up for the organization and do what's right for it and for the public. And uh, this whole uh, world that we're engaged in uh, recent years of uh, attempting to uh, right the wrongs of the past, if you will, advance the interest of uh, minorities, uh, well-intended, but uh, you have to do it in a way that you don't diminish uh, uh, respect for those minorities by putting into place people who just don't have what it takes to do the job. That doesn't serve them any uh, good, and I've seen that time and again where that has happened. We've had an affirmative action appointment of somebody that is totally unqualified. No, fair is fair. Uh, Put good people in, no matter what their color or race or background, but uh, uh, don't just try to do the numbers game.
0: Thank you so much, Commissioner. Thank you for everything you've done and continue to do for and speak out for our uh, citizens, and God bless you. Thank you.
1: All the best. Thank you, John. Bye-bye.